Hi, I'm Lee. I'm Joe. And we are the Rewinders, re-watching childhood movies to see if they still hold up. This time, we watched Big Trouble in Little China. Indeed we did. Man, this movie is weird. This is a weird movie. I asked people around the office, because mm-hmm. I work in an office now. Ooh. Yeah, I know. It's weird. I <laughs> hang out with Pam and Jim all day. And I asked, do you guys watch this weird movie? Ever heard of this movie? And it just got stares and blank. No, not at all. I'd imagine so. Because this, I don't know how many times I hear about this mm-hmm. outside of the people I know. Yep. Yeah, it's it's a big cult movie. Yeah. Yeah, I would have to say. came out in 1986. It's, uh, um, well, Kurt Russell and uh, uh, the director, John Carpenter, they're really good mm-hmm. friends. They've done a couple movies before this together. And they thought that this was going to be a huge hit in 86 after they're done making it. It's not too far off. And it is a big movie. It has tons of ideas. It's got lots of action, comedy. It's got maybe too much stuff going on. And I th- in that at the time, the the the, uh, the they didn't know how to market it well because oh, it was just yeah. too crazy. And it was I think it's still crazy now. Like if you watch it, you're I guess what I'm trying to say is back then, Asian culture was still new ish. Yes. And the, here, like we were, we were exposed to Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. and and yeah, ninjas and karate and things like that. But this movie is mysticism, source Chinese sorcery, yes, demons. Like whoa, this is much extra, much more extra stuff. And they on mass try to fit it into this movie. Yeah, and they th- they just throw it in there with little or no explanation. Like here's this, this is here's a monster. Yep. Even some of the Chinese characters are like, yeah, we heard this as ki- uh, stories as kids, but we never really believed it. And mm-hmm. Now it's actually happening. China is here, Mr. Burton. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, I mean, I've seen this movie a ton. I saw it as a kid. It blew my mind. <laughs> so where is this in relation to American, American Ninja? Ninja? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're American Ninja. For, yeah, it was our first introduction of, all right, ninjas, swords. Look at all those ga- gadgets, claws, shurikens. <laughs> Then this one was, what? Chinese magic? <laughs> awesome. I have no idea when I saw it, but I know I saw it fairly early on to to crack my brain. Probably early teenage, right, like right before high school, probably freshman year, I think, would be the time I saw it. Sure. And me. I think I watched it probably around the time it came out or shortly thereafter. Really? Earlier on, okay. Probably when it hit HBO, I was probably when I watched it. You city folk and your cable. Yeah. Yeah, lucky. Sturgeon Bay city folk. <laughs> More than I had. <laughs> All right. But I, yeah, I, I mean, it's be hard to, for me, I, I remember everything about this movie. So rewatching it again was just, yep, just remembering Eggie and his, his droopy <laughs> face and Kurt Russell being awesome and Kim Cattrall being... Kim Cattrall, Cattrall, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's not a very good actress in this. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you want to get into it? Um, I'll just say that... you got more memories or um, what really stuck out for you? When I watched it as a kid, I had a really hard time determining what it was supposed to be. Yes. I think I kind of just shrugged the movie off a little bit because it didn't 
know what it was supposed to be. Was it supposed to be funny? Yep. Was it, it supposed to be serious? A little bit. Is it supposed to be all action? Ooh, good is action. it supposed to be exposition? Well, mm. I wouldn't have been using the word exposition <laughs> yeah, as a kid, uh-huh. but there were so many different variations. It kind of was schizophrenic, and I think because of that, you know, I would watch it, yeah. but I didn't really delve <laughs> into it and, like, want to see it again and again. But I... I've watched it's, it a fair amount of times. It's a cra- you're right. Yeah, as a kid, it, it's a crazy movie, and it takes at least two or three watches, even as an adult, to if you've never seen it before, to really wrap your head around what's going on. And even if, yeah, even as a kid, being interested in Asian culture, it's just what I think it it was too much, too much in such a small amount of time. Yep. And I also think it was aimed at an older older age bracket than I was when oh, yeah. I started watching it. Like you said, when you got into teenage I'd say years, like thirteen or twelve, then 13, you started 14. watching it yeah. a lot. And I think I must have watched it a bit before I sure. became a teenager because yeah, I would have first seen this and when I was living in Sturgeon Bay, and I was below the aim of the demographic. So I think it wasn't exactly, you know, given mm, those yeah. moments so that kids could come along kind Def- of thing. Definitely, yeah. Because the, they, don't, they don't explain it or hold your hand with this movie no. at all. It's this is what's going on, and now we're on to the next thing immediately. Yep. Here's a joke, and now we're on to this other weird thing that's happening. Exactly. And the characters are acting the same way. So <laughs> <laughs> like, what just happened? I don't know. <laughs> all right. All right. So... Uh, we uh, open up in a lawyer's office, and the character Egg, what's his name? Egg Shen. Egg Shen is being in, basically interrogated by a lawyer who's like, sir, do you know who <laughs> is? And not just any lawyer, he's Deep Throat from the X-Files. Oh my, I would That's have, the actor. Yeah. Okay. He also plays uh, Samuel Clemens in <laughs> Star Trek The Next Generation. Again, a, uh, yeah, and a two-parter yeah. when Data goes back into San Francisco. <laughs> oh, he, San Francisco? See, that's where the movie takes place here. So what you're and saying he's seven is... Cl- he's, anyway. <laughs> Nerd. Yep. This trigger is probably one of the most famous lines from the movie already I, right off the gate. I say this to this day. And well, I've I do too. For years. Yeah, so the, yeah, the whole idea is that Eggshed is trying to say that Jack Burton. They're trying to find out where Jack Burton went. Yeah. After a city block in San Fr- China, Chinatown, San Francisco, blew up into green flame, which you never see, but you know, no, but whatever. green flame. Oh my! And they want to know where he is. So the famous line is, "You leave Jack Burton alone." Yes. We are indebted to him. Yeah. I mean, they could have cut that scene in half and just had him say that after. Well, yes. You know, like, a, right "Where is he? Where is Jack Burton? You leave Jack Burton alone." <laughs> scene done. But exactly, yep. But anyway, anyway, and I—that's nitpicky. It's nitpicky, <laughs> and the problem with this scene is it was added on by the by production suits who didn't understand the movie, so this was Makes added sense. on in the beginning to ex- explain and because they felt they didn't, they don't because they didn't understand the movie they uh-huh. probably didn't watch it like what a Chinese craziness who cares? But the biggest problem is they didn't see Jack Burton as the hero, and here they're trying to say, oh, we're indebted to Jack Burton, he's our hero. You watch the movie, and I mean every. No, he is no. not the hero. He's no. the sidekick, yeah. which we'll get into. Anyway, yeah. I thought that was good. Maybe not in Jack Burton's eyes, but, you well, know, yeah, Burton, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we go from that to seeing the, the semi rolling down the highway. Pork Chop Express. Pork Chop Express and uh, Jack Burton, who can't <laughs> shut <laughs> up <laughs> on the CB. He's trying to stay awake. He, he hasn't have any uppers yet. <laughs> 
It's funny though because it also reminds me of the the one time we had a, a CB in the merch mobile, and oh, friend, all I did was the same exact thing. Oh, I oh, just yeah. ranted on it. We had a friend who had a had a van, and they were a little bit more wealthy, so they had a CB in there. Yeah, because only wealthy people had CBs at the, at the time. <laughs> it was in a private in a van. On I don't think it even worked. They, it was fancy. <laughs> But uh, anyway, so he's he gives you the impression of being kind of the every stereotype of Americans Loud. from foreigners. He's eating at the same time. He's headstrong and cocksure. Yep. Or not sure the other way around. <laughs> yep. Exactly. It, it, it gets you right away. Like, Jack, this is Jack Burton here. He's yes. talking in third person to anybody out there that's listening because, of course, they want to listen to Jack Burton. Of course. Mm-hmm. He's important. He has things to say, and yep. he'll give you the situation and how best to handle it. Yeah, and he sounds like the Duke, like John Wayne. That's what he's trying yeah. to do, a little bit of impression. Kind of has that like, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he takes his truck into Chinatown mm-hmm. to make a delivery. And yep. uh, you get introduced to characters here and there along the way. You yep. don't know about it, but you are. A little bit here, yeah, yeah. And uh, he ends up in like a fish market where he's gambling, and uh, you get introduced to probably the real hero of yeah, the movie. His, yeah, they're, they're game, they get there, he gets there at night, then they gamble into the morning, and uh, it's with uh, Wang Chi, uh, played by Dennis Dunn. And they've been doing it, playing Mahjong or whatever all night. Now it's a lot, everyone else says, I don't know if it's mm. something like that. Yeah, something. Or checkers. Or no, uh, d- dominoes. That's what they're playing. Was it dominoes? Yeah, okay, it dominoes. then. Whatever, they play to the, and then uh, everyone else leaves, so it's a lot, the two of them left. Big Bed. Yeah. Comes down to chopping a bottle in half. What's his name again? Oh, Wing. Wing? Wang. 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 Wang Chi. Wang. I'll just call him Wang. Just call him Wang. He wants to win all his money back because yeah, he's, he's got to meet his, his lady at the airport and he needs to have some money on yep. him. Uh, so he gambles that he can cut a glass bottle in half with a machete. So awesome. Fails horribly at it, but it shoots it all across the table and uh, Jack Burton catches it. It's all in the reflexes and this is important. It's important. Yep. It's, good. it's screenwriting 101. Okay, he set something up. Right away. Right away. Instantly, he just was sitting across the table from him. That bottle didn't fly and right into his palm. And, and you're like, yeah, usually, usually this ha- I usually cut it in the first try. Like, well, it's all in the reflexes. Jack says. Yep. But so, yeah, you got to go pick up that lady. Got to go friend. pick up the lady at the airport. Since he owes Jack Burton money, Jack Burton makes sure he's going to get his money. So he takes him to the airport. Yep. <laughs> pick up the, the lady in a semi. Sure. So, you know, that's classy. But, you know. It's yeah, Jack Burton's semi, so it's awesome. Yeah. He loves that thing. So at the uh, San Francisco airport, they're waiting. You get introduced to Kim Cattrall, being Kim Cattrall. Yeah, her name is her character name is Gracie Law. Gracie and she's Law. a lawyer yes. there. Uh, yeah, it, well, Ugh. her last name is Law. She's a lawyer. Wang Chi is the actual hero of this movie. We'll get to his last name is Chi. And Energy, is Chi power, power. powers. So yeah. anyway, yeah. So th- yeah, they're there and they're waiting for um, yeah for Miao Yin is the the bride to be. For uh, for Wang coming off the plane from Hong Kong, yep. and uh, we have some shifty Love fellas that look awesome. These '80s awesome Asian gang, oh so awesome. the Lords of Death are their <laughs> the name, name, the look, all of it is they're awesome. Str- yeah, they're strutting through. We got the little angle camera on them as they're coming through. The awesome <laughs> gu- glasses they look fucking great. These '80s punks, <laughs> and they're hanging out there like, oh no, they're there. Why are they there? This is weird. 
And then they're like, well, whatever. The lady's coming. Yep. Gracie Law has a lady coming, too. Oh, she's getting married? Aw. Maybe. Aw. You don't know mm-hmm. who they're hanging out and waiting for because they keep doing cross cuts between the Lords of Death Lords of Death, and the people coming out. And you, mm-hmm. they kind of make it look like they're going to go for Gracie Law's lady friend. Yeah. But. So, yeah, like, long story short, the whole idea is that the Lords of Death were, are, they're literally kidnapping women off the boat yes. to make them into sex slaves. Yes. And they accidentally get the wrong lady. They get Miao, Miao Yin. Yes. And so now Wang and Jack have to go get them back. And, of course, Wang knowing everything, because he's a hero and yes. he's from the area. Yes. They hang out in this alleyway. So let's go get them. <laughs> Which it just happens so quickly. There's, you know what? It but it's awesome. It though. plays They're, just fine in this context. Yep. And even even um, Jack is like, "What happened?" I, he's even they're in a truck on their way to the alley mm-hmm. to, to get get the Miao Yin back. What just happened? Why would anyone do that? And, and Wang says something like, "There are bad people in the world. I don't know. This <laughs> things just happen. It's crazy." And this is before nine eleven, so people can <laughs> bring weapons up to the gate. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah, was a little bit of a fight, and Jack Burton gets his butt kicked right away, and the yeah, Lords escape. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're just showing that Jack's kind of a he. He might be in over his head at this point. Oh yeah, <laughs> he, he's in, in over his head. Yeah. So they drive the semi into this alleyway. <laughs> I love it. Almost instantly, weird stuff starts happening. Yeah, yeah. Smoke rolls in, and now there's a funeral procession. Yeah, there's a funeral in front. There's a yeah, yellow turbaned guys and bandanas and stuff. Jack looks in the side rear mirror, and there's an Asian guys in red, red turbans. turbans and black outfits. <laughs> and Asian, as a movie goer, you see a bunch of Asian extras you've seen in other movies before. They're all in this movie. Everybody is just <laughs> thrown in here, and... Oh man, they all look at each other and they stop. And Jack's, you know, the pork chop express is kind of stuck in the middle and it's a Chinese standoff. <laughs> Love it. They're staring at each other. They all got knives and hatchets and some some people are like, yeah, revolvers. Like it's just a mishmash. Mishmash of whatever weapon you have yeah. on you, just bring it to the alleyway brawl. And then, of course, one of the uh, the red turban dudes yells, and uh, they start firing guns, and oh, it just goes crazy. It's just a crazy fight. Yeah, there's there's not much choreography going on no. here. This is just balls out brawl. Right it really here. is. It, yeah, it zooms in a couple times on people doing kung fu stuff. Most of it's just a crazy brawl of just whatever you can do. Throw this guy through a window. And yeah, just. Breaking now, that guy's arm. Then the the next thing <laughs> happens. Next, yeah, and the entire time is yeah. Jack and Wag are just sitting in the truck, just like, what do we do? They haven't done yeah. anything. Just this is just crazy watching this, and then even more crazy stuff happens. Lightning strikes. Oh, oh, guy so with good. big straw hat, which I always refer to as Raiden. They took the idea from this movie and yeah. into Raiden. Yeah, the, and he rides the lightning down. Love it. And two other guys like flip. One flips in and one an flies in. Yeah, one flies in an explosion and one flips in, yeah. And, and it's oh, like, yeah. what the heck is it? Even the guys fighting don't know yep. really what's going on. And that breaks up the, the fight between the two sides. And now they've, they're they on, like, just backing up near the truck. Like, what is happening? They don't even know what the hell is happening. So then that's when Wang says, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> Burton agrees. <laughs> and they just go ahead and the three dudes split ways as they uh, burn past them. <laughs> One flips over to the front. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're out. But wait, who's this dude in front of us? Eight foot tall, 
stereotypical Chinese guy with like the fang sheen, all all stereotypical dressed, dressed up, up, painted but, up, everything. And and Jack even says, "Who's that? It's 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 David Lopan. Whatever, hit him. Just keep going." <laughs> Which he does. He hits him, runs him over, <laughs> and then must have felt bad about it because he stops he gets and gets right out. Away. Yeah, you're like what the hell just happened? Yeah, Mister Lopan just pops right back up and is Mister <sighs> Sassy Pants. And, yeah, and blinds Jack temporarily. Oh, that's right. He, uh, he, he shuts the mouth and I Energy comes out of his mouth and eyes and blinds Jack. And he has got the Ark of the Covenant in his face. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> but talk about craziness. Like, what? Yeah. After this huge, awesome, not completely gory fight, but intense fight. Intense fight, yeah. Pretty intense fight. No blood are, that I remember. No blood, but people are getting yeah, killed for sure. Yeah. And then these these three guys come in. Now, we find out later, they're the uh, the three storms. We got we got uh, Thunder, the bigger guy, mm-hmm. Rain, and Lightning. Rain has swords. They all have weird weapons, too, which is awesome. They show, like, yeah. one has, like, spinning knives in his hands. The other one guy's, like... Claw like uh, extendo things that have like little claws at the end of them, batons, just, yeah, just whatever weird. And all they, of it, yeah, mm-hmm. didn't make any sense to me whatsoever awesome. when I was younger. All I could, all I did was assume they all had lightning powers when I was a kid. Yeah, just one guy, it just all got collapsed into that one sure, guy's because powers because they all look really similar to one another in their big straw. Chinese hat It's things. not until later when they take yeah. the hats off do they become more they, identifiable. And they have suits and they try to be, pretend they're regular people. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, there's chaos. They start killing both sides of the fight. They're the, the Chen Sings and the Wing, Wing Hong Tongs or something for the bad guys. <laughs> but the, the Chen Sings, those are the good guys. we got to remember them. Yeah, the gold those ones. Are, the gold ones, they come back. But craziness happens. They escape. Wow. Yeah, they, they get out of the way. Um, they find shelter. There's one of the good guys is in there, but then the bad guys bust in. In here somewhere, they mention that the Lords of Death are minions of the guys in red. Of yeah, of guys of the the, yeah the wings, and they all work for David Lopan. They all work for Lopan. So there's this hierarchy. Yeah, yeah, but they're quickly cramming down your throat. Yeah. Um, They're telling you all this stuff really quick. So they escape through what looks like uh, garbage tunnel, garbage tunnels, sewerish kind of thing. But the problem is, and the, they left left Jack Burton's truck yeah, in the, the alleyway. Pork Shop Express was left behind. Yep. So they run away into um, into Wang's uh, restaurant uh, to mm-hmm. take shelter because now it's it's a storm out there. Literally, it's raining cats and dogs. It's mass hysteria. <laughs> well, they're not living together though. Anyway, yeah. But they're safe now, right? At least in, in the in the restaurant. In the restaurant, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we get introduced to the uh, host of the restaurant who comes in. Oh, the maitre d. The maitre d. Yeah. Uh, 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 I had his name written down. I remember. I should remember his name. Oh, I don't have it. <laughs> Eddie. 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 Okay, I had so to pull that out. wow, does this guy? His character just stands out from the rest because he's so bombastic yeah. compared to everyone else. He's happy. He's like, hey there. He's excited. Oh, so you're you're the guy. You're Jack Burton, huh? I heard about you. Yeah, you And he has information. Stolen. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he knows t- things. Yeah, David Lopan was out there. Uh-huh, yep. It happened. <laughs> yep, out in the streets. We haven't seen we haven't heard, seen him in, in decades, apparently, but he's here, I guess. Yeah, so this is the guy that has no levity to any yes. situations. Whatsoever, compared yeah. to uh, Wang's father, who runs the restaurant and uh, owns it, 
who is so concerned about everything you happening. You Oh my goodness, China is here, Jack Burton. The, the, the storms are erupting. Like, all this cryptic bullshit. Yeah. And <laughs> Jack even says the same of what the hell is going on. I got to get my truck back. and it, Well, I have to get my bride back. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, whatever, Gracie Law. Gracie then She comes in, in and, it's okay, Gracie Law is here. Stupid. Uh, oh, and she really doesn't add too much to... All she does is say what she was doing at the airport. Oh, yeah. She was upholding her, uh, this lady's right to, you know, to, not to be a citizen, kidnapped. not be kidnapped, be a sex slave. Oh, they have a brothel over here at the White Tiger or whatever. We're going to go there. And they stitch the information together that that's a front for... Give a Lopan. Lopan. Yeah, Lopan. So yeah. that's her only reason for showing up yeah. is to push them that direction but it just it's so weak it is a little bit too weak i, I wish she would have was be a stronger character but she's just kind I of i don't know if she can be a stronger character. i don't necessarily mean like a rewrite but <laughs> and a different actress but yes she's okay and as a kid i didn't mind because i really didn't care she's kind of she's just... like the c-3po wow yeah i could totally see that you're right and she does have important information to give out but really that's what our character She's is there for. kind of the yeah. poor comic relief. Yeah. A little bit. A little yep. bit. Yep. And she can't go to the White Tiger. Because uh, they problem. know who they she know is. And then I think Eddie says something like, oh, yeah, something's wrong with your face or something. Whatever. He makes a joke. I whatever. think that was Jack. I like what they do then because then they know Jack Burton has never been around, so yep. no one will recognize him. So they're going to make him look inconspicuous as being someone who wants to purchase a lady, which lady how evening. can you not look inconspicuous when you show up to a brothel he to looks like purchase a, a lady? I know. And they make him look like a total dweeb. Here's like my it, take on the total dweeb this time that I did not have when uh-huh. I was younger. It makes me think of the Bruce Lee movie where he goes in disguise to break into the evil person's lair, okay. but he's a uh, telephone operator. Oh, I don't, and I he don't, okay. slicks his hair weird, huh. puts on big, thick glasses, and looks Maybe all they, nerdy. Uh, did an homage to I it. think that m- could possibly be an homage to Bruce Lee right there. It could be. But yeah. it's hilarious nonetheless. His, and his outfit is uh, actually from the his Kurt Russell was in a movie called Used Used Cars. Yep. Same exact outfit. Was it? I actually kind of like that movie. I haven't <laughs> seen it in movie. a long time. It's been a long Maybe time. Maybe it's uh, something to watch again. I didn't see it when I was a kid, though. Uh, okay. So, no, not for this podcast. No. I have to start a whole new Kurt Russell podcast. <laughs> hey, I do like Kurt Russell. The other thing is, uh, not only is that an outfit that he wore in that movie, but it looks exactly like something Dwight from The Office would wear. It's the yellow shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and the glasses, and his hair is slicked down the middle. Like, and he's talking, yeah, oh, I just, he goes in there and just, oh, I, li- I like a fresh off the boat. One with, oh, and this is important. Green eyes. You have one with green eyes? Like, Chinese girls do not come with green eyes. Oh, but if, you know, I'll pay extra for that. And this is what's important because Miao Yin had green, green eyes. Green eyes, yep. And so that's how he's trying to find out, oh, is she actually here? And then, we, yeah, we see that Miao Yin is there, but she's tied up on a bed. Not in that way, but more just to keep. Yeah, quiet, uh, quiet, and, and out of the, the way. Back. She's in a secret, even secret room. Room, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, as Jack Burton gets shuffled along to some other lady, and he's kind of being all like, "Well, oh, so, uh, yeah. take off the tie." 
Oh, my wife gave this tie. Yeah, you're right. So uh, you girls come and go in here? Uh, how long have you been here? Three months. Yeah, he's just very nervous because he doesn't yeah. want yeah, he He's doesn't. in a brothel now, and, and, he, and it's, it's slowly heading towards. It's slowly ha- happening towards sex. <laughs> but luckily The him, ceiling maybe, gets ripped off. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah, and the other guys are waiting outside in the car. Yeah. And, yeah, green fl- lightning whatever flames are happening over by the brothel. And, ex- yeah, chaos again. Just... What the hell is happening? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, three storms come in. At yeah. least one of them does. I I think all three of them all are there. All three of them come in. Was it lightning goes after? Yeah. Meow Yin. Yeah. Meow Yin. Yeah. And then one of them sticks around and fights off Jack. Yeah. It does like a jump kick and kicks him into some chairs and there's stuff. Some, it, awesome. Every time they show up, there's decent action. It's it's good, good, action. good special effects. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, they swoop in, take the lady, Yoink. and swoop out. Yep. That was it. Quick. They, they kick Jack Burton's ass and take the, take Meow Yin. Now she's mm-hmm. now she's been kidnapped by another. Yep. By uh, yeah, Lopan and so whatever. So they skipped a here. step here. Yeah. They kind of yeah kind of did. Oh, then we get introduced to another character. The Margot, journalist, the journalist. Who is she uh, in Sex and the City? I don't know. I never watched Sex and the City. Um, I I think I think that's who it is. You think it is? It's I think it is. Okay, I don't but think so. It might not be because of the time difference between the shows. <laughs> I don't think it's the same actress. And I didn't take the oh, no. time. Oh, you're thinking because she's redheaded. You're thinking it's the other redheaded lady. In there's two redheads in Sex and the City. No. Margot is redheaded in yes. this, and you're you're thinking it's I don't know I don't know I never watched a, a minute of Sex in the City. Besides. Miranda, that's who I'm thinking of. I don't know who those. I've heard answer me, Lee. <laughs> I think I'm more of a <laughs> of a Lacey. Uh, I don't know. There's no Lacey. See, I don't I don't know anything. <laughs> you put me on the spot. Anyway, she reminds me at oh. least of that. Actress. Well, it's because you have a Sex in the City podcast, and I need to get on there for, and you know, I'll watch a couple episodes, <laughs> and I can be a guest. Okay, be careful, you get hot. Isn't there a character like Mr. Big or something? No, okay, yes. I'm sorry. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. The, the, we get into a reporter, and so now we have the press on us on our side. Is the is the yeah. idea? But now we got to go get her again from another place, and we know that they hang out at this warehouse. Yes. This okay, yeah, and they go they directly. Go there. They go right into. They the, go right there. Yep, and so they had, yeah, so uh, Jack and, and Wang just go barging right on in, pretending that they're phone repair guys. Yeah, yeah, again. Uh, repairing yeah. phones. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Why not? It works because they go right past the security guards in the yeah. front desk and they start snooping around right away and they get into the back. The transition into it is really good and they mm-hmm. find a trick wall in the back of the warehouse, which, whatever, okay. Keep the movie rolling. It's going fast. And they hop in an elevator and start love going it. down. Going down. The interesting thing was is... The lines pass between Burton and uh, Wang when Burton asks, what are those numbers? Were they going up? And it, it, it just didn't seem to like it meant to be ominous when Wang said, no, they're going they, down. They, 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 they're Chinese and they're, it's counting downward. Yeah, it's counting. Yeah. It, it makes sense because they're going down. Yes. But at the same time, it kind of felt like it was supposed to be like ominous. A little bit. And the way it was delivered, like we're going down into the depths of yeah. of Lopan's dungeons here. And that kind of happens as the. the <laughs> Which, why would you even expect that? Because who the hell built this? It's such a weird thing <laughs> that happens. But yeah, the it, uh, elevator gets stuck. And all of a sudden, seawater starts filling in. Yeah. And then they manage to open the doors, and now they're and in. And they're in this vat with a bunch of dead 
Cha- rotting corpses tied to chains upside chains. down, and it's called like the the upside down hell or something. The upside like? hell of the uh, of the sinful sinners or something like that. As an adult, it's yeah. more like what contractor built this? <laughs> but as a kid, it's like oh. Because that's kind of freaky. It was kind of freaky. They just spring that stuff on you. Oh, the hell of the upside-down sinners. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they just manage to get up there. They're avoiding these corpses that have crabs attached to their faces and stuff. <laughs> it's, it's pretty awesome. But now they've been captured by yeah. the bad guys. The and, storms are right there. Yep, they get them right away. And next scene is they're being tortured and rain or whatever. Like has a yeah, red ball and he magically throws it at Jack Burton's stomach. And the CGI oh, yeah, for that yeah. doesn't really hold up anymore, eh. but it's still pretty cool. Like they're just showing weird stuff instead of just, yep. instead of normal punching the face or or doing other torture, like showing something different, which I really like. And you can see that there was like twenty other balls on the ground. Yep, so this wasn't the first time yeah. he hit them like this. Yep. The the other t- the other characters they try to come and help, and instantly they they pretend that they were going to go on tour. And the bigger guy, who yeah, they're now all the thunderstorms are in pretending to be human or they are human have extra powers we don't know at all who knows they go into a an elevator of their own and they get gassed immediately by uh thunder the bigger bigger beefier guy so they're all captured everybody's (laughs) captured right away we gotta meet lopan though this is important yeah and then they end up like in a fancy place tied up to chairs and that's when jack and wang are are, uh, yeah put in a fancy place uh jack gets all mouthy and he's like, I got here for Lopan. And then Lopan wheels in old man in a chair. Yeah. We for, I forgot to say it's uh, played by James Hong who, you don't, you know who James Hong is. You guys watch movies or TV shows. You know who James Hong is. He does voices for every, he's been around forever and been doing everything. He's awesome. But yeah, he's an old man in, Okay, re- an ancient old man in a wheelchair. It eventually makeup, gets told yeah. that he's like thousands of yeah, years he's, old. He's old. Like he's almost his head is almost see through with his spots and it's just and it's good makeup. I like the makeup a lot. Good in makeup. This. Like, and you uh, have to speak up. He does a good voice with it too. What? Yes, Mister Burton. Reveals who he is and yeah. starts giving exposition about mm-hmm. demons and how he has to appease them. Yeah, and it's only so, green eyes. And yep. So he, he yeah something like he. Two thousand years. He's been looking for a girl with a special girl with green eyes for two thousand years to end my curse of ever long. Like so, basically, the idea is he's immortal, but his body is still decaying. He's still getting older and older, and so this green woman will somehow bring him out of his curse, and he can appease the emperor or the god of the. It was east. a demon of De- so, something demon. like that. I I mean, I've seen this movie for so many times, but I don't know exactly who did what and how this happened. The idea is he's half a man. He's half a ghost. So ha- if when he appears as his... His Chinese tall, tall awesome yeah. self. He can't touch stuff. Yeah, he floats through stuff. And yeah, we see him like, yeah, he floats through the wall at one point And he yeah, touches uh, Miao Yin, who's in a trance of some kind. A floaty trance. Yeah, she's all floaty, tranced, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, stuff happens. And of course, yeah, Jack mouths off too much. <laughs> As, as he would. He's a loud mm-hmm. American, like, I don't know what the hell's going on. And this is where it becomes horribly aware that the movie likes telling stories instead of showing stories. A little bit. And I think that's just for the pure fact that they're trying to cram so much in, they can't show it all, so they're just saying it I think rapid fire. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, a flashback would have been cool, but... Yeah, until like where's how, the time how, for that? Yeah, like, how, how did he get... Yeah, a flash, he could be telling a story, a flashback of how he got cursed, but, yeah, money and... Time restraints and 
so on top of it. Yeah, so what happens is basically Eddie gets dropped off to they trick Thunder, who drops off Eddie into the into back in the jail, and he Jack gets on his back and has a knife to his neck, but then Thunder gets re- like he goes and he gets this is the first time he gets really big, he like inflates yeah. almost and knocks mm-hmm. Jack down. They could beat up some guards, and there's a really funny scene as after they've escaped, they're they're swapping guns. So there's a shotgun, a submachine gun, and a pistol, and they're all swapping trying to get the better gun while they're talking about what to do. Mm-hmm. Because Margo and Gracie are over there, they've been captured, and they're in cages, and they're going to be like sex slaves too, I guess. It's so weird, Don't but they got really to go, go get them out. I didn't make good enough notes in this okay. section to keep up with the pace. I don't need notes. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the, the craziness is happening. And they go to get the sex slave, uh, Margo and all the sex slaves out of these cages. Yep. I like they have hogtied Gracie, though, because she's such a problem, I guess. It must be. Yeah. There's a brief fight, which is pretty good with the female guards. So they have female guards for mm-hmm. the female sex. Uh, okay, now or... I remember this situation because it's in like a catwalk. Yeah, area. there's a catwalk and Jack sneaks, like he cr- climbs underneath and he goes over and he starts shooting the the cage locks to get them all out while Eddie and Wang are fighting these women. Mm-hmm. I think it was a pretty good fight scene on a catwalk with well, between all of them with tonfas and bow staffs that could shoot gas out of them. Yeah, let off kias and hoyas. <laughs> yeah. So then they start getting the ladies out. They get them all out. They get, they get all, all the sex slaves out, except and, yeah, as they're about to escape because and then they they're at the door and then they see Egg Shen. He's waiting out there with his truck to pick them all up. They just got oh. they just got to run past all the guards. You got yep. Okay, yep. they yep. swam through the sewers and yeah. whatever. There's there's a little bit of talk of how Gracie and Jack should probably be get together and yeah, blah blah blah. But then, isn't it not that before they all break out, the orangutan-ish kind of monster grabs Gracie before she can make it out? Yep, so she's at the back end. Everyone else just runs on out, and she's like, hey, what's this over here? Uh, I think there was like a... A, Something slid open. It was like a a, a statue that had fake eyes, and then then all of a sudden, then real monster eyes were looking at her, and then all you see is like an orangutan arm grabbing, pull her into a door. Yep. Yeah, it's like a weird Yeti orangutan monster, a guy in a suit, of course. Yeah, And, and they, they briefly explain that it's some sort of Chinese monster. Chi- some sort of Chinese monster. Who knows? It's weird looking. Um, even as a kid, it didn't work. It wasn't scary. It wasn't scary. It was too goofy looking. Yeah. It was too. It was so obvious. Oh, that's a guy in a suit. It, it was just way too goofy. Although that could have been the movie's intent. So and again, you don't. Know. I couldn't tell. Hey, that's where you even as an way. adult, yeah, yeah. I still don't really know. <laughs> yeah, is it supposed to be goofy? They're trying to be scary, but it just didn't work out. But now Gracie got captured, and they didn't. Everyone else notices a little bit too late while they left. Yep. They do a head count. Oh crap! We got everyone else, but not Gracie. Kind of funny, but you know, yeah. okay. Oh, and they didn't get Mao Yin either. They failed at that. Oh yeah, yep. They take off because they can't hang out or go back in because that's. Well, they're getting shot at. Yeah, they're getting shot <laughs> Machine at. Machine guns are shooting up Egg's bus. So they go back to Egg Shen's uh, garage, basically, which is explained later that he's insanely rich and owns the whole block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Doesn't really play into the character at all. Yeah. Since he's a tour guide, drives tourists through Chinatown. Well, because he's keeping an eye on Lo Pan, his arch enemy. So he's just <laughs> driving around, making sure, ah, just got to keep an eye on that wily guy, old guy. 
I guess. They explain they have to go back in. Yeah. They're going to do this serious this time. They're for, gonna, for real this time. They bring in the good guys. The what Chan Sings. The Chan Sings. Oh, and they all do the L thing. They're like, they look at each other and go, mm, yeah. with, with power and energy, like with their thumb and fork. There's a little bit of crook to it. A little like, crook to it? Like, whatever. They go. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's probably a C. <gasps> for for Chang's sake. I never know. They weren't too legit. Too legit to quit. <laughs> Yeah, they got to bust on in for real this time. You're right. So they all have weapons and stuff. They're they're gonna go in there and they gotta fight now to break them out. Yep. Now in the meantime, mm-hmm. I think we're also getting introduced to the fact that Lopan Lopan is uh, he needs to marry one of these. Yes. He's gonna marry and then murder. But now he has mm-hmm. two, two ladies with green eyes. So now he's mm. like, I can marry one and mm. keep her and just murder the other one and use mm. her to become young forever or whatever. Yeah. But they have to pass the test of the burning blade, which is a weird scene because Gracie Law, she's been hypnotized or whatever. So they're and Meow Yin, they're both standing there and they've been basically knocked out. They can't yeah. really act or, or do anything. And so Ray, like, all the thunder... Thunder Kids, the, the Thunder Quacks, the, the Three Storms, they do all their, like, whoa, they do forms and and, and yeah. gathering their chi, I guess, or I whatever, and all of them, and all, all of them, they lift, like, with these swords, each of the, they grab sword yeah. ends or whatever, and they, they glow white, glow white and pull them up into the air to touch a light bulb. A bulb. And it that's a test, too. That's attached to the dragon. And, oh, and Will Van says something like, oh, they have passed a test. I will marry one. I will marry Miao Yun and, and sacrifice Gracie Law. <laughs> All right, whatever. They both sure. pass. They both have green eyes. Okay. And the throwaway of that whole sequence is the fact that before that happens, Gracie snaps out of her oh, stuff she does at one point. Yeah, and yeah. tries to, you know, shake Miao Ying out and... Meow. Meow. Meow, meow. meow. It's fine. <laughs> She's a um, meow yan. Um, but it doesn't work. And then, of course, they get that hypnotized white yeah, eye thing. Yeah, yeah, hypnotizing them so back in the control. I'm confused whether they're trying to say that Gracie Law has some sort of, like, She's a tough, mental ability she's to a break through American strong independent woman that no magic can tell her what to do. Mm-mm-mm. Too bad it only happens once. And... No, twice, because later on she gets out of it, too, early on. Yeah. Oh. During the big fight at the end, it doesn't matter. Whatever. But she's mm, she's strong. She's tough. Then it gets under control again. Yeah. So not strong enough. Not nearly enough. So then back at uh, Egg Shen's place, they all gear up for battle. Love it. And then they head out. So they open up a little door, and there's a fireman's pole. A fireman's pole that goes into the pits of of Chinese hell or something. Cause you're not, the it's, sewer, it's basically. It's no longer the sewer, because it's weird and creepy. I love it. There's yeah, fog everywhere. There's, yeah, it looks ancient. Like mm-hmm. no, this is way older than they weird. didn't build this when. No, I don't think this so. This was weird. Do you think? Okay, so we talk about Egg Shen's uh, uh, headquarters. It kind of looks like the fire station for the Ghostbusters. A lot bigger though. It's huge. I love it. There's stuff everywhere, and yeah, they they that... don't talk about it, but there's no. jars of like things, yeah, and yeah, you yeah, know yeah. he's collecting all this like mystery stuff. Yeah, I think I saw a face hugger in there. I don't know, I maybe. Don't know. What's, he's what's turning it into a tincture. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah, now they gotta. They're for real this time. They all go down in the the caverns while the <laughs> while the ceremony of the burning blade is happening. We cut back and forth. Yeah, creepily, and and another scene that will always stick me forever is. 
They're 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 making their way through the tunnels and the caves and of the sewers and whatnot to get to little pans. And Jack says, "What is that? Looking at the water, it looks really dark. That's not water, is it?" And Eggshen says, "No, it's black bloody the earth." Jack says, "Oh, you mean like oil? No, it's black blood of the earth." Awesome, fucking great. Don't explain it. Yes. And then even a monster, this weird monster thing comes out of the wall and kill, grabs one of the yeah. one of the good guys. Chucks a bomb yeah, yeah. thing in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shed has his bag bag of uh, of potions and exploding things. He calls it uh, his six demon bag of magic or something. <laughs> and, yeah. He, so I love that. Yeah. Lopan, he's, yeah, his magic is... More refined and majestic, yeah. and Egg Shen is just a, a beggar m- magician type Absolutely. guy. Absolutely, I fucking love that. Yeah, yeah, He's got a bag of garbage, but actually works if you combine <laughs> it together and say the right thing. But anyway, sorry. So they get through there and they get into Lopan's place. Yeah, a bunch of fish. They slide into a pile of fish. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they <laughs> and, like, and they bounce. The fish they are like very yeah, bouncy. I, I know fish. what I said. Yeah, like those are all rubber fish. Yeah. Except one of the guys is eating it and offers it to Jack. No, no, no I'm full. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get into an elevator where they have a moment of just nothing happening, and it's kind of like, hey, yeah, how are you doing? Feeling really good because good. they they first they drank a yeah. potion to give them courage, or an yeah, I mean, yeah, who knows? We've already had five to eight scenes where all the action stops and people sit or stand and mm-hmm. talk. Yeah. So the action gets broken up a lot. If we didn't have those, and this was like the first time everything kind of just came down, this scene would have been hilarious. But the the comedy oh, of it okay. doesn't really play because they slow down the action so much through the whole movie. Yeah, because for the entire time, yeah, you're right. Because they're having the ceremony that's slow. They're sneaking through the thing. A monster happens, but it's not. It's only a brief instant. It's gone. Such a great, well written little moment that could be hilarious. But in context of the rest okay. of the movie, okay. as an adult, I was like, oh, it, comedy kind of missed. But I still liked it. I oh, still yeah, liked it's, it. it's a good scene. You're right. It could have been had a little more punch, but yeah. And they, uh, they're looking around. Nobody's there. Lopan is gone. Yeah. And this, is, this is too easy. Yeah. Hey, we found this secret elevator. Let's drink our magic potion first. And as yeah, all the guys are cramming this in an elevator, like, hey, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm not scared at all. Mm-hmm. Getting kind of confident. Huh? Just pause, pause, pause. And Kurt Russell says something like, you know, is it getting hot in here or something? Come on, hurry up. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's good. And then, like you said, it's all empty, and Egg says something like, you know, if you're getting married and you're going to appease the demon and live forever, yeah, who's going to care if someone comes skulking through your place? Oh, no, Egg says something like, yeah, you're right. Like, uh, hey, ready for more bad news? Or, or, are you ready for more bad news? Well, here it comes. <laughs> We're going to have to fight low panic directly. Yeah. Oh, then and then there's a beholder or whatever that they, yeah. they run into, which is awesome. It's cool, it's and weird. at the same time, it's kind of silly. It's very silly. Yeah, this beholder apparently Lopan can see through this beholder creature thing. Oh, and talks through it. Yeah, yeah. A beholder uh, is a D and D monster floating ball that has eye stalks everywhere and one giant eye in the middle. Nerd. Oh, whatever. Nobody knows it. I know what a beholder is. is. Yeah, you, we played D and D forever together. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, but there's a huge wedding, uh, yeah. neon wedding happening. Neon I wedding. I love it. The set looks great. 
It looks great. It's very 80s, but it also cracked me up that there was so much neon lights in it. And it doesn't make sense. Everything else is so classic looking, and now it's like 80s. 80s. Very very much like it. And have myself an 80s destination wedding (laughs) with two brides. Yeah, and that goes pretty quick. He just is, he says some things, and then he starts stabbing away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so we have the other bad guys. One of the red turbans and bandanas are there yeah. because there is army, and they're all in the audience with all the, all the weapons and whatnot, and armored guys, and the monsters there, and the three storms are there. So a bunch of stuff. Bunch. Everybody. Everybody's there. David Lopin. He he takes a needle, like the, the needle a of blessing, needle. a long one, just stabs it into. Uh, uh, Miao Yin's wrist, and wrist. it's working. You can see a little bit of his, because uh, Lopan has been white this entire time, yeah. white-faced, starting to get some more color, and he's, it's working, it's working! And he does this multiple times, and I did not catch this when I was younger, but uh-huh. I did this time around. Every time he does the stab, mm-hmm. he looked at his hand, and you saw blood on yeah. a finger. So he must have had to stab five times. Oh! Because each, each time, time okay. he stabbed... There was a drop of blood on a specific finger. I didn't notice that at all this time, or at all. And and the first one, it doesn't really play, but then later you start noticing that, wow, that's really like just one drop of blood on Uh one finger. So it's like something magical-ish, kind of, must be like blood running down the stabby It has to be. Who knows? We're not not told anything. Nope, not told anything. Nope, but he's coming back into being immortal again, and once he becomes immortal... He'll be able to take over the world because I think what the idea is that he's cheated because he found two women. Yeah. So the idea was that he was cursed, but he would become mortal but then die right away because I think he's cheating is the idea, right? No. no. I think the thing was is that it was supposed to be kind of like a – You get a girl, but you, they have to kill her. You have to, yeah, this is the one girl for you, but oh, okay. you have to kill her in Sorry, order to live. But now you found an extra one. And, yeah, so yeah. now you can live forever – and have a bride, which won't live forever, which but is, whatever. Which is weird, though. Why is he stabbing Miao Yin? He, should Doesn't, he be stabbing Gracie? You would think so. Because that's the one, like, she, he, he's in love with her, and or maybe, or whatever. He chose her. Yeah. He wants to, to make his mother happy and marry a nice Asian girl yeah. with green eyes. <laughs> but yeah, he gets anyway. uh, one of his little compatriots is like, hey, Master, look, you're you're alive, you're mortal. Yes, it's working. Mm-hmm. And then he, he notices he can touch things and stuff. He's like, gets <laughs> yeah. super giddy. Yeah, a very giddy voice. I love it. This is about the time that the, the good guys bust yeah, into the area. Yeah, they're on the back end. And- so he's not exactly finished yet. Nope. But they scare him out of the 80s <laughs> wedding area. Yeah, yeah. It's like a huge yeah, area with a Buddha. With a skull has neon around it and a Buddha thing, whatever. And this is where the, fight. the big fight Love starts. This fucking fight. And it's a, it's a good fight. And the best thing happens at the very beginning of the fight is you all turn around and see the good guys. And Jack's like, all right, let's do this. He has the submachine gun. He shoots it in the air, hits part of the ceiling. Garbage falls on him and knocks him out at the beginning of the fight. Yep. It's so fucking good because he's not the hero. No. He thinks he's a hero. But then we get shown, oh, no, it's it's Wang Chi as he's fighting, uh, sword fighting against... Um, uh, Rain? Rain, yeah. And it's an awesome fight. They're flying through the air. That gets a little bit silly, but it's still pretty neat. And even even Rain is like, wow, where did this guy come from? And yeah. Wang stops and does his little eyebrows goes, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, I'm confident. I know what I'm doing. I'm the hero of this movie. <laughs> And I also took it to mean that as soon as Jack Burton got knocked out, 
Yeah. Basically, he lost his juice power because yeah. when he gets up, he really doesn't do anything. He's looking around. There's chaos everywhere. The good guys are winning. Yeah, Egg is fighting a couple of the other guys with his pouch of magic. He's throwing yeah. bombs everywhere, shooting mis- like crystal missiles and shit. Uh, him and Egg Shen and uh, Lo Pan oh, meet up, a- and they have the Schwartz fight. Yeah, Egg has a, his, he's yeah he's got like whatever a pouch of, a crystal of something. And yep. He shoots out red energy, and, and Lo Pan has Lo Pan's got his little, little pinkies crossed, but then he's got his thumbs. Those wiggling. are his controllers. I know. I was like, oh, he's playing a video game. Yeah, and it forms like energy. Uh, Two warriors Here's... appear in front of them. They're fighting each other with and swords. And that's pretty cool. Love it. It's great. Very cool. And it, it, it didn't last long enough. No. It was very quick. It shows that, oh, they're evenly matched, so mm-hmm. Lopan runs away. Jack tries to f- was going to fight, but then a big armored guy comes with a sword. Yeah. And he and... manages, basically stabs him in the stomach, and but then the guy falls on him, and he's stuck on because yeah. he's heavy armored. And so Jack is, he killed, he did... he killed one guy, yeah. but... That's it. And he did it because <laughs> the guy is so slow yeah, and just... Yeah, time to... St- <laughs> and he's stuck underneath him for the fight. Yeah, and that's why it's, it's just like, yeah, he knocks himself out, then gets stuck underneath somebody. So good. So then that kind of clears up and... Yeah, they, bit, yeah ran away with Miao Yin. Yeah, yeah so yeah. They, they run after. Um, I think Gracie comes to... Yeah, and, she came too because she, she's an American. And so they... I. They yeah. may have kissed. I don't know. Yeah, Who they're cares? they're trying to get away out. The monster, orangutan monster, tries stopping. They literally just kind of push him off the yeah, side. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, they go up in the elevator. They kiss in the elevator. So Jack has her lipstick. Yeah, she's that's... been done, she's been done up Chinese yeah. style wedding dress, whatever outfit. Actually, if I remember correctly, they were both done up for that blade grabbing scene. But then okay. for the wedding scene, yeah. only Miao Ling was dressed up fancy. Really, I thought and she was And Gracie, because I have a note here oh. that says, Meowling. Meow Yin. <laughs> Redresses Meowling. Why not Gracie? Because I thought Gracie, because... Because they're going to kill her. You yeah. made a good point that yeah, why dress her. her up if you're just oh. going to yeah, offer. Right. Although I kind of remember a scene in the elevator when they're going up. Jack says, like, what's all this stuff you're wearing? Well, she's wearing something. She's probably still wearing this uh. thing that she was wearing when grabbing okay. the blade. Sure. Probably. But whereas... They put wedding outfit on yeah. the other one because she's well. Be, she was supposed, to, yeah, a, yeah, to be the real bride, but but yeah, he whatever. gets lipstick on his face. It's funny because then he's trying to act all bravado ish, and he's like, "Hey, you got a little something right here." Yeah, and it takes Gracie to come back and be like, "Hey, come here," and wipes it yeah, off got, like a little little I gotta boy. Make, I gotta make you look like a tough boy. Come yep. on, as you're gonna confront Lopan here again. Humorous. It's good. Good. So they're they're up to fight Lopan now. Yeah, Lopan has has Miao Yin as a hostage, and uh, and we have yeah. So Thunder comes up and he he starts to fight them, but then um, basically Wang will they go off to a side and they start fighting them uh, because Wang is a real fighter here, so mm-hmm. he's got to take them on. They're they're in another room fighting here, ha, 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 going on. But then Jack takes his boot, his knife boot, boot knife. Oh yeah, and he's wearing awesome boots, by the way. They're pretty awesome. Boots. I guess I love them. And he throws it at Lopan, and it hits a gong, and completely misses. And like, oh great, Lopan lets Miao Ying go, goes over to the knife, and is like, yeah, it's a fairly nice knife, Jack Burton. This is where you die. Throws it, but since we saw in the beginning, it's all in the reflexes. reflexes. Jack grabs that knife as it's thrown at him, chucks it back immediately, hits Lopan right in the forehead, killing him. Because he's mortal now. Yep. I think he said he had to be like, oh, I am mortal. 
know. And he's completely, he looks normal or like a regular person. Yeah. He looks like James Hong now. And I get stabbed and in the head. it's great how it's done so simply. Boom. But it's also so anticlimactic. Very, because it's, yeah, you're right. Anticlimactic. He falls down. Statues fall down. Thunder comes out and it's like, oh, my master. Yeah. Oh, no. And then he freaks out. So he's the, the worst part of the movie. Okay. I I I, get I think it's it. pretty bad. I don't know if it's the worst part of the movie, but I, yeah. Well, the worst part would be Gracie Law. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. But I, it's it's a memorable worst part because yes. it's just what's happening. Why? Okay, it's cool. Yeah, but he before Thunder got big with his chi yeah. power. Ooh, ooh, but he can't control it cuz his master's dead or whatever and he just gets too mad and he literally balloons. And explodes and lettuce and stuff fly out yeah. like a Monty Python. He exploded too much, it's ate re- too much. Ridiculous. Again, reinforces this is supposed to be a funny movie. Yeah. It's so weird and wacky. Even though the exact what? moment before it was not funny. No. Like, but whatever. It's still, it's still, and that's a good part of this movie. It's completely entertaining. Yes. Yeah. And really, they all escape. think what happened was lightning is, rain and thunder are dead. Lightning is pissed off, and he's just literally burning down the place. Yeah, He's just like, forget it. I'm burning this all down. They they climb out, and they drop a a statue on him, killing him. Anticlimactic again. Yeah, dead. And literally, they all, they find Jack's truck. They all get in there, and they they get away. And they're like, oh, we did it. Oh, okay. Because they're racing out of there, and they realize... They calm down finally, and yeah. they, they, they slam on the brakes of the truck. Like, oh, we did it. Okay, great. All of them get together. Wang says, here's your money that I owed you, double mm. or nothing. They say goodbye, and uh, then say, aren't you going to kiss the girl, Jack? No, I'm not going to. And he gets back into the Pork Chop Express and leaves Chinatown, leaves yep. San Francisco. But the orangutan oh. is on the back of his <laughs> truck. <laughs> For a sequel we never got, or I don't think they were played on a sequel. No, no. And then, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And I have the music in my head right now because it's, I mean, <laughs> if you don't know, uh, John Carpenter, he's a musician too, and he does the music from almost all of his movies. And he that's does good this to know. Of- I actually never knew that. I, I saw that he did the music for this. Anyway. So. Yeah. Anything else that we forgot about this movie? I know we went through it quick, but there's so much packed in this movie with stuff. Yeah, there's, there's. It's just. <laughs> It's it's like they have segments where just so much happens. Yeah. Then a small segment of let's talk about Chinese folklore, a and then bit. a segment of a whole bunch of stuff happening, and then a stop and let me tell you about yep. the Chinese folklore. Yep, yep, yep. Now, does this movie hold up to nostalgia? This is, it might be tough because I, I wanted to get have a gauge for my coworkers, and mm-hmm. they've never seen it because. It's it's a weird looking movie, like Big Trouble in Little China. What's that about? You look at the cover, you've got a gun, there's a demon, it's Asian stuff. I really don't know what's in this movie. Because yeah. it's not it's not a Hong Kong action movie. Not no, at all. No. It's an American made movie. It's really tough for me to, to really describe or to really say or not if my nostalgia is interfering. In my with opinion, my... nostalgia is interfering. It's gotta be. Because I I went into this knowing that you know, I've watched this so many times. Yeah, me too. And I try to get into the mindset of why did I watch this so many times? And let me try, you know, clear mm-hmm. my way. It's a movie that, you know, they said that you tacked on that front scene because the producers didn't know what it was. Yeah. I have a feeling that they squeezed it out under too low of a budget, even though they probably weren't asking they, for anything. They were squeezing to get it done before um, an Eddie Murphy's movie, The Golden Child, which there is also go. ancient 
Chinese mysticism weirdness. And uh, I also felt it was rushed. It was rushed. You could feel it in points. Yeah. I think because of those two or three bits, the producers not knowing what to do with it, it being rushed, possibly not having enough funds to make it as good as it could be. I, I say this movie was not will not play for people if they ha- don't have I'd nostalgia say, for it. Or nostalgia or uh, not an interest in in Chinese culture yeah. or, I mean, or, or mystic stuff at all. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I would I would recommend just give it a try if you if you like silly, weird, weird yeah. movies. It's definitely a cult movie. But it's a lot of fun. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's tons of fun. There's tons of good stuff. Kurt Russell is always good, and and yeah. Dennis Dunn, the uh, uh, Wang. I wish this guy would have done more. Um, oh, the only yeah. other movie I know him from is another John Carpenter movie, uh, Prince of Darkness, and he's mm. a minor character in that. But I really like that actor a lot. Wish he would have oh. done more. In my little research, I found out that they originally wanted wanted this to be a western in 1899. Huh. But because of time constraints, they couldn't. It would have been way, it would have been more difficult to do. So they forget it. Modern times, the, the character Jack Burton would yep. make sense in that. Yeah, his cowboy comes in, he, yep. and his horse gets stolen. Give me back my horse. <laughs> Same thing. It's so it still works. Yeah, all the elements of uh, the major plot points could still be there. Yeah, Dwayne the Rock, the Rock Johnson wants to remake this movie. Here's what here's do you think of that? Uh, is he going to act in it? I, I don't know that. Uh, I'd assume so, but and this is important. But go, uh, go ahead. What do you no. think? What do you think? It's actually part of my ending closing remarks. Okay. Is I believe this should be remade, mm. and I think John Carpenter should be involved. Okay, of course. Okay, I think they need to iron out all the slow bits. Sure. Shrink them. Change very little of the action bits. Maybe okay. enhance them. They could. And that's about it. And bring Dennis Dennis Dunn back as the same character. I have no idea if he's in shape or can do it or all. But I, I think this is, um, <laughs> it might be too early for a remake. I think 10 years from now. It's been 30 years. It's been 30 years? It's been, it's been 31 years, Joe. Joe, uh, we're old. This has been 30. <laughs> this came out in 86. I still think like 10 more years. Well, actually, you know what? You're right. This, this is, is a small old. enough movie that it's, you yeah. could redo it now. And and here's a really important part. And this is what the studio did not want Kurt Russell because he had made bombs at that point. They wanted mm-hmm. somebody big like a Schwarzenegger. So oh, that they wanted terrible. an action guy. And John Carmer's like, no, that, well, that's fine. And they, they, he did offer it to him. But the problem is he's not the hero. He's a bumbling idiot. Yeah. And Kurt Russell's like, yeah, that'll be fun. This is great. He was he was like, I want to do it. He exactly. worked out because he knew that he would be the bumbling idiot. He's a sidekick. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's a hero, but he's not. And I think The Rock could probably pull that off, that comedy. He could. Of like, if he, as, if they play, they have to play it the same way, though. He has, The Rock has to be the bumbling doofus guy, and he can't oh, be yeah. the, I think he could do it. He's, so he I does agree. have the comedy chops So that. at first I was like, no, I love this movie too much. I don't want to see it done. I, um, you're changing my mind a little bit. So yeah, I, I think go for it. There's enough that can Let's be improved it. on this that yeah. a remake could be good. All right. Well, I'll use all my influence in Hollywood to get this thing done. Awesome. Well, uh, I don't have the list in front of me, so I don't remember exactly what I have to say to wrap up the, this episode. Make it up. So, uh, hey, um, we need you, people that listen, if you could go on, uh, if you want to find us information on Facebook, or you can email us at therewinderspodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you could go on to iTunes, where you download this, or any pod service, scene place you go, give us a, a little review. Just a little Maybe. Favor. 
Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it'd be cool. If I would have to rename this movie. Oh, we're going to do that one? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I would rename it the San Francisco Chinese Shuffle. Wow. Okay. Like Kung Fu Hustle, but. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Or I would rename it. Uh... <laughs> I wrote it down. <laughs> And I can't read it. E- evil spirits make a big scene in the little spirit spiritual state. Whoa. That's what the Chinese uh, characters say in the beginning of the movie. Oh, that makes more sense. Than that. <laughs> we are the Rewinders. Thank you for listening to us. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.